Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity in Fellowship podcast. Brother William, got yes. a question for you. Yes, sir. Starting out. All right. So what is it called when a group of people get together to eat food that was cooked on a grill? It's a cookout. It, so I, I say that's a barbecue. Right, yes. That's a barbecue. Right. You say it's a cookout. Yes. Why? Because a barbecue refers to, you can't have a barbecue if you don't have a pig. <laughs> You gotta at some you point. You gotta be cooking pig. some pig. You gotta be cooking some pig. Barbecue to call it a barbecue. To, yes. Okay. So which what, is I recognize is not true because people are like, I had barbecue chicken last night. Right. So you can barbecue anything. You can, but but yeah, we refer. I just I I refer to that as a cookout, not necessarily a bar barbecue. Refers to what you're doing, like what you're cooking. Right. But it's not consistent. Not consistent. No. At all. No. So, uh, also, brother yes. William, why are you putting me on the spot? Yes. What go ahead, do you Brian. do? Uh, this yeah. with fireworks mm -hmm. on the Fourth of July, or in our town from June yes, till right. August. whenever they go on sale, and until yes, right, right until you run out, you shoot right. them, you shoot them, you shoot fireworks. You go outside. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna shoot some fireworks. Right. Well, you know, for me, we popped fireworks. Right. We popped fireworks. We didn't shoot fireworks. Which until this year. This year, I did not know, right? I mean, yes. this year, we were talking about, was it around July 4th, I guess? Right. I think we were actually recording the podcast. Maybe it and was. And I said, pop fireworks. Maybe you And you were did. like, what in the like, world? What is he talking what about? What is he talking about popping fireworks? Nobody does that. Yes. Mm. So we start with these kind of silly illustrations to yes. show that words and the the way that we use words can be different culturally. Mm -hmm. It can be different from from person to person, yep. and sometimes the the different ways in which we we use words and understand words and where these words originated they can they can impact and they can cause challenges in right. our diversity in fellowship. Right. And so, what what are some examples, Brother William? Mm -hmm. Of that, like we we have some some serious situations, like the way we use like the N word, which is yes. why we mm -hmm. we kind of right. titled that. But then there are right. some some kind of not so serious ways in which the ways we use words and understand words can can affect the meaning and our understanding between one another from different cultures. Yeah, I think I mean I think one one that I would use that 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 I was actually. Um, I still struggle with even to this day was is kind of the whole use of boy or girl. Yeah. So like as 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 a white person, you know, I I would say to my friends and stuff like in high school or whatever, like that's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy. You know, like right. Like that would be a like kind of a term of affection or a term of whatever. Um. And so a friendship, right? That was yes. my, He's my friend. He's my boy. Right. He's got my back. He's my boy. Right. But I've I've learned 
that that is not that is not a, that would that would be uh, that could that has a potential to be very offensive. Yes, to uh, a person of color because of um, the history with slavery. Yes, right? and so uh, in the same thing, uh, you've told me that even that 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 refers to the situation of like uh, in female relationships too. Right, like you wouldn't call you wouldn't refer to. Um, um, a person of color who is a female, my girl. No, that would be a wrong. That would be seen as you know pr- potentially derogatory, right? And so, for real. So that was one of those that I mean, even even now, I have to kind of be careful in because I used you know it was just so different culturally for me. I mean, that was like a my friend, right? Yes, and and so I've started like, using the word dude, which I don't know if that's super helpful, but. Got kind of got that surfer. I use the word dude a lot. Yeah. It's like I'm from California, right. or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, so what else? What's another example, brother? That yeah. you would throw out there? You know, even with the the boy girl mm-hmm. example that you just gave, right? Like within the the African American community, like we can right. call one another. Like mm-hmm. I could say, you know, one of my black friends is my boy. Right. Right. And I, and I think even, you know, black females, they call each other. That's my girl or and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But right. because of the history of slavery and mm-hmm. Jim Crow and how masters called slaves boys and how mm-hmm. um, even in during the Jim Crow when slavery was abolished. But you, you still had white people talking down to to black people, calling them boy or girl. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of someone. Uh, f- uh, from the majority culture, calling a black person boy or girl still has this negative yeah. connotation to it, and wh- whereas you can still use that term between inside of the the same ethnicity, it, it's does it is not viewed the same, right? You know, coming from somebody from the majority culture, right? And it's the same way when it comes to the N word, right? I, when we think about the the N word, um, it has a ugly, ugly history. Right. right. It was it began as a derogatory term from white people to African Americans. Right. But what happened is is that at some point, um, African Americans decided that we can use the word. Right. We can use this word. As a, we can try to redeem it mm-hmm. and make it a term of affection between each other. But if white people say it, we're going to be mad, right. and we try to make this distinction of well, we're saying it with an with an a at the end, mm-hmm. and they're saying it with the er at the end, <laughs> right? And yes. so it's, it's pronunciation, matters, right? It's right. the it's the pre- pronunciation of the word, and mm-hmm. so they can't say it, but we can say it because we have different meanings when we're saying it. They're saying it to be racist. We're saying it as a term of affection. Yeah. And what I would say to that is, it's probably, it's not a word to me that should be redeemed. It's a word that needs to be abolished. Yeah, that's right. It's a word that needs, but when, when the culture, I mean, when you listen to rap music, that word is being thrown around. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot, yeah, right, and so 
when when people are rapping songs, yeah, like the idea is if you if you're white and you're rapping a song, you better mm-hmm. you better skip that word, no, yeah, right? You right. don't you don't mm-hmm. you don't say that word, but right. it's okay for us to say that word. I told you about even as a kid listening to Christian rap, right? And there was a there was a song that was you know it was by black guys, right? They were you know the the artists and um and it had that that word in the song. Now it was actually. Uh, looking at that word in a very negative way, in a very negative yes. kind of, but but still, I mean, I, I I mean, I remember as a kid, I'm like, what in the world is how, right? What is this, you know? And so, but but it, it yeah, there was it was okay. Of course, I mean, some people might debate that, but yes, it was they were they were trying to use it in a way to you know help um, really talk about something that was very important to them culturally, right? You know, and so it's very interesting. And, and we, but we hear that a lot. Like, let's say a a, a white person gets caught saying it, and then there's a, a whole bunch of backlash, yep. and and sort of their justification can be sometimes, well, you all say it all the time. That's right. Why yep. can't I say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the reason why you can't say it is because of the origin, mm-hmm. right? The origin of the word, and. Like I said, I believe nobody should be saying that right. word. There's other not, terms yeah. of affection that we can use that don't have that loaded um, history behind it. Mm-hmm. But to to try to use the justification of, well, they're saying it, why can't I say it? Mm-hmm. Well, just because they're saying something that's offensive doesn't mean that you should say yeah, what's yeah. offensive in, in the right. first place. So, yeah. Um, I would also say, like, for, for me, mm-hmm. uh, another word that just had different meanings based on the culture. I remember being in high school and a girl came in into the classroom and she was like, I had a fight with my mom. And the way that she used fight, I was like, I've never heard a, a person of color use fight unless they were talking about a physical altercation. Right. They actually punched like it was some, punch somebody, somebody got punched. Right. right. And so she's saying she had a fight with her mom and I'm like, why are you still alive? <laughs> That's right. Like, That's, why did you what? hit your mom? Like right. my mom would, yes. would, would uh, put end. me in the ground That'd if I hit her. Kenny. Right. Yeah. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, we just had an argument. I'm like, why didn't you say you had an argument with your mom? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, right. like, what is going on? There's a word worried? for that. There's that, a word for this. And you're, yes. you said fight and I'm thinking physical fight and you, you need, something wrong with you hitting your mom but right now she completely meant an argument and i was i mean i'm totally confused right Mm. i understand the word of fight she has an understanding of the word of fight but those understandings that we have are are totally different right Uh, what other example can you give well there's another um kind of and and this one's a little bit different but it just shows you the challenges of languages and why we have to kind of think through what we're saying and um which is what we're talking about is that it's very appropriate today to uh, refer to minorities or other, you know, I guess you would say non-white groups as people of color. Yes. Right. That is a very normal. Right. It, and and uh, in fact, I mean, some some folks would say that's what we want. You know, we want you to refer to um, a minority group as as minority. Yeah. Don't groups call me as, black. Don't don't yeah, call me yeah. People of color. Call right? me a person of color. Person right? of color. Yeah. But there is another term that you do not use. I'm even hesitant to say it, right? Because I don't want to be offensive. But that's the term colored. Right. I mean, that is an ugly, awful yes. term. Right. I mean, right. I knew even as a kid. Right. It was. I mean, I, even as a kid, I learned quickly. That is an that's a horrible horrible word. It's up there right? with the n word. That's right? right. I mean, it's yeah. terrible, and yet it's 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 just I don't I don't know what you call it, but it is very it's very interesting that 
that derogatory term has kind of been kind of maybe maybe the idea of redeeming a word, right? Right. If you go back that that kind of um, the term "colored" has been redeemed, so that now you know if you say "people of color" or "a person of color," then it's not seen as derogatory, right? Like it's it's really a matter of which way you put the words, right? Mm-hmm. Is right. color going to be the the adjective or the preposition? Look at that English lesson Look I just gave you. everybody, right? Wow. So if you say color people, that is going to be very derogatory. Nerd. Because right? it yeah. goes back to the origin, right? It's the, when you say colored, that the what you think about initially, most, most people who have any idea of segregation in the United States, you think about a colored sign being over a water fountain yep. or a bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever segregated part and and so it has that negative origin Mm -hmm. and so when we hear colored or colored people it's like uh that is very wrong but people of color is used commonly now Mm. and really just the the way you arrange the words it determines whether or not Something yeah. is derogatory or acceptable. Yeah. And that can be confusing for people, yeah. right? And that's like, why we said at the beginning, like, this is not always easy. I mean, right. There, there are challenges here. Um, and I, I think it's important to clarify. When you said that you use the term colored people, like, that would be a wrong thing. Yeah. I just want to keep pointing back to my Christian rap upbringing. Yes. Because there was uh, DC Talk, which is a pretty popular, right? I mean, right. A pretty popular um, Christian rap band whatever right um, they they had a song called colored people yes which again was one of those i was like uh this 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 ain't gonna I, that seems like a terrible <laughs> but they had two white guys and uh they had a black guy in the group yes so that they got away with it you right know? and of course the song was actually really really good i mean it's it's you know it's a song about you know being being diverse that that we're all in one sense right just different shades of, yes. of color right and so i mean that was the kind of the point of the song but but yeah, I mean those were, you know, trying to deal with those those words can be uh, can be challenged. What's a, what's another one that we're seeing that's very prevalent today? Yeah, the whole idea, the whole word woke. Yes, and mm-hmm. so woke was the the idea of being woke and the term being woke was used originally by the black community as a as a positive term, right? Like there's a certain amount of intelligence, a certain amount of awareness of what's going on kind of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. a certain amount of discernment that came that that was associated with that word um, to say that you you weren't you were no longer being tricked by society about uh, by the government. You're no longer allowing those things to happen, mm-hmm. considering the history of how. Um, black people being experimented on without their knowledge or having mm-hmm. tests done on them and all types of are being, you know, racist, you know, being having right. racism directed towards them without them necessarily mm-hmm. knowing it. And so uh, black people came up with this term called woke to say, hey, you, you're aware we're, we're aware of what's going on that, right. you know, you're you're trying something against us, but we know what's going on. But now what's happened is, is that there there are certain people and many from the majority culture who have taken that term woke and and they're saying that, you know, it's it's something bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They've used they're using it as a political term for uh, and, and they would say that they're anti woke. Right. Yeah. That that's they're, a, they're not yeah. woke. Mm-hmm. And so w- when when people do that, when you're taking a word 
it's it seems like a, a bad case of cultural appropriation. We're going to take this word and we're going to make it something negative, mm-hmm. right? Whereas right. Um, black the the minority culture is trying to use it as something positive. We're going to take it and make it something negative, and we're going to associate all these negative um, things with being woke, right. so that now um, when when we hear that word, right. Right, it, it can it can change the entire uh, focus of it, right? Right, and so we got to be careful about taking things from other cultures that are viewed one way and trying to make it a completely different way. Right. You got anything to add to that, brother? Well, I think what's I mean, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you've got so if you have the historically kind of definition of woke, yes, which is hey, we want to be aware, we want to, you know, we want to do what we can to fight for justice. I mean, we want to, you know, right. Um, but in a good, a right, like not just a, you know, uh, obviously that can that could be misused, right. And and so so you've got that group, but I think that group would be in a lot of agreement with. People who are calling themselves anti-woke. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, they would have a lot of common ground. A lot of common ground. But what's happening is, is this group referring to themselves as anti-woke, you're never even going to be able to have conversations no. with that with that first group. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's, it's like the language barrier, which is, in one sense, we would say just a mistake, a, a misappropriation of a word. Right. Um, and, and so because of that... There, it just continues to be divisive. You know, we language becomes divisive. Yes. Um, for for two groups that, with a lot of their ideals, I, I granted, I mean, there they would there would be a lot of their ideals that are not the same. So right. I mean, there is there is differences, but but they could probably agree on a whole lot. Yes. But you know, we throw out these words, we throw out these because because woke really today has become a label. Yes. Right. You're either woke or you're anti woke, which I guess historically that's that would have been true too, but. Um, and, and within the anti-woke group, I mean, like it's a, it's not a positive label, right? right? It's a very negative, you know? Um, and so it's like, well, we've just shut the door on that conversation. I mean, we've we've kind of, we're not, so yeah, I think, um, I think thinking through how we use our words and and what we mean by them and, and trying to uh, understand the, you know, a different culture from our own kind of how they're using the word. I, I think that's critical. What, what would be some... So we've kind of identified some of these. We could probably give, I mean, we could give more and more examples, right? But what are what are some, as a as a black Christian, Kenny? What what are some practical suggestions uh, that you would give? You know, one to kind of the majority culture, white white Christians, but but also to other um, other people of color, right? What how, what would you what would be um, a practical suggestion you would give? Um, concerning these issues, yeah, I would say uh, for the sake of diversity and feller fellowship. Um, you oh, almost said fellowship. Fellowship, right? Amen. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm liking that, man, from Tennessee. Right. We got some fellowship oh, man, going look on at up me. in here. Okay, so this is going to go well <laughs> with what I'm talking about. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> we need to avoid, really avoid cultural appropriation. Like, like saying uh, words, like a black man like, saying words. Like a black word. man talk, talking like you from Tennessee. Saying fellowship. <laughs> right. Come on, man. A black man. man from Missouri talking about <laughs> talking like he's from the deep south, right? Yeah, oh so avoid goodness. cultural appropriation. And this is this is what I'm talking about is I, I see um, people from the majority culture sometimes they'll get around black people and feel like they need to start talking in slang terms or change right. the tone of their voice or, you know, that's not going to go well with 
right. with black people. Like it, it feels like you're trying to appropriate the culture and it feels mm -hmm. like you're almost being mocking yeah, yeah. of the culture. Right. And so you, you, you do want to avoid doing that. You, you want to be yourself. Right. And I would say that for both cultures is be yourself. Because we talked about code switching mm -hmm. um, in the yeah. first season about how black people can talk one way with one another. But in order to survive mm. in professional settings, they feel the need to to code switch right. um, to talk more white, yeah. quote unquote. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would say for everyone when when it comes to being a part of the local church be yourself yeah right we we shouldn't feel like we have to adjust who we are to the point of changing the way that we changing the way we talk to one another as far as the words that we use in, right. in that sense but as far as talking to each other with love and and kindness and respect mm -hmm. yeah do that Right. But you should be doing that no matter where you are. Yeah. Yeah. But not trying to appropriate cultures. I think we got to be we have to be really careful about that in sure. the local church. Because you think, too, and this is we haven't really explored this, but I am curious to see, you know, we've been we celebrated our two year anniversary um, as, as a merge uh, last week. Like in one sense, as a culture now for Grace Bible Fellowship, we're almost developing a new yeah. And and what I think could be good about that is that there will like they're going to be parts of both cultures, both the majority culture and the minority mon that are going to be brought in, right? Right. And there and there may be places where, you know, there could still be some kind of weird cultural appropriation where we have to kind of work through those, but there may be some places where it just becomes a part of who we are, part of, you know, you know. Yes. And so um I don't know. I mean, I have to think through that more. I mean, what that what that could look like, but well, naturally, right? If you're around somebody enough in love, if you're felt, if you do have true diversity and fellowship, there mm -hmm. should be some rubbing off of yeah. terms. Yeah, and, that's right. And so, I, I don't think that becomes like we we have to be discerning enough to know what's cultural appropriation or what's. Yeah, I've been around you for so long. Yeah, I'm going to that use the term that you I use. Yeah, yeah. Right. If some like a, a white person who's raised on in in the black neighborhood, mm -hmm. like here here where we are, mm -hmm. it's like they're probably going to yep. talk. Absolutely, like this is the culture they were yeah. raised in. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, we have to be discerning in regards to that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what other suggestions would you give, brother? Well, I think you know, and this is you know one we hear a lot, but I think it's true. We got to educate ourselves, right, to the majority culture, right, um, and and to the minority culture too, right. I mean, right. just understanding the other culture. What you know, I mean, for for the um, for the majority culture, we have to be um, um, conscious of what conscious of what could be um, offensive, you know. Yes. And I think it's important for us to try to figure that out. Um, Obviously, you and I, over and over again, we're going to continue to encourage this. The best way to do that is through friendship, right? Right. Brothers and sisters in Christ, just getting to know each other. You know, if you have a question about a term, you know, you know, asking them, you know, and if right. they come to you and they say, hey, man, this is, you said this the other day and that was really offensive, you know, apologize and yes. say, thank you, you know, man, I didn't know, you know, and I mean, so, but I, but I do think, you know, educating, asking, asking questions, you know, right. listening uh, instead of always talking, you know, sometimes it was challenging for all of us. Um, and so I, I think I think that is just important, right? Really um, doing what you can to and 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 understand, 
it's it's not easy. Right. Communication is a challenge. Right. <laughs> Any relationship yes. you have, one of the biggest challenges to that relationship is proper communication. Absolutely. I mean, ask anybody who's been married. You know, <laughs> I mean that. Yes. Communication is a, is a thing, and so uh, we got to work at it. You know, we got to educate ourselves. We got to got to get better at, at at you know if we say something offensive, we got to be quick to quick to repent. You know, I mean those those types of things. So. What's something else maybe you would add, brother? Yeah, well, you know, with the educate ourselves, is when we are educated. You know, I think back to the, you know, we did an episode in season one talk, talking about the assault on the Asian Americans. Mm. And the Asian American community was telling us in regards to COVID, don't call it the China flu, yeah, right? Right, like, right? Don't call it that because it's going to have a negative uh consequence for us right as asian americans right and we still have people calling it that right right and mm-hmm. we saw where violence against asian americans increased yep partly because we started associating this negative pandemic to that group of people right and so when when we are educated we have to be as you were saying we have to repent like we mm-hmm. have to apologize for you know our our ignorance at times but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's our you know we are not being ignorant we're being sinful that's true right Mm -hmm. and so when we are educated be be humble enough to say you know i was wrong and i'm going to do better going forward that's what repentance is right i'm turning from my sins and, and turning in faith to jesus christ uh, another suggestion would be for the minor- minority culture is to lead with grace. Mm. And we, we talk about that a lot, but we think that's important. Like mm. people are going to say things um, that are offensive and they do not have any bad intentions about it. Right. Like, w- like we were talking about with colored people versus people of color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is really, it's really easy to, to, to flip flop those, mm, right? To right. mess that up, right? And so for if we hear somebody say colored people instead of people of color, mm-hmm. like our first response can't be to be offended and to jump down their throat. Our right. response should be let's correct them in love mm-hmm. and and you know still walk alongside them in this journey and not say I don't want to have anything else to do with you. And so leading with grace I feel like is is important for all of us. Yeah, that's right. When it comes to um, these different language barriers that can pop up when we are striving for diversity and fellowship. Yeah, again, I mean, even the majority culture has to, when when somebody does lovingly correct you, you can't respond with, well, you know, you're just weak, or you're, man, you're too easily offended, or you're, <laughs> like, that is not leading with grace. It's not good. Right? Uh, you have to you have to learn how to, how to say, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I, you know, and you can make it clear. I didn't. I didn't intend that. I didn't mean that. But I do understand how that could be offensive. And man, I, I'm just. I'm. You know, um, apologizing for your ignorance for what you don't know is is appropriate. Yes. At times, you know. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I think I, you know those are some just good. Hopefully, some good practical suggestions for that. What are our? What's our uh, diversity? <laughs> our diversity resource for today. Yes. Yes. So we're talking about how words can have different meaning. Yes. So we, we want to um, 
we want to give you some songs yes. that have titles that may think that <laughs> you know the meaning, yes. but they actually have a different meaning. Right. So a classic, Michael Jackson, Bad. You need to right. all go listen to it. You need to go listen to Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Bad this week. Mm-hmm. And you also need to listen to the song that Brother William talked about. Yes, Colored People by DC Talk. Yeah, that'll be encouraging. Yes. I love hearing Kenny talk about it. Just for the record, I, I, I'm i the one who likes to talk about music, right? And right. so the fact that we picked two songs <laughs> for our <laughs> diversity uh, resource makes me happy. Yes. So, uh, all right, so Kenny, what is our uh, crazy question for the week? All right, crazy question for this week is, Brother William, what yes. is an example of a time when you or someone else misused a word uh, outside of yes. fellowship right. earlier today in the podcast? Yes, fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, that's going to be like, I got to cut that somehow. Right. We are no longer diversity in fellowship. We are diversity <laughs> in fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> Season two. Welcome to diversity logo, and fellowship. Put some straw hats on. Oh Lord, have mercy. Okay, so um, um, yes. Yeah, so a time, uh, thankfully, as uh, I don't know, thankfully, maybe unfortunately, as a preacher teacher, I have many examples of times when I've said absolutely ridiculous stuff. Yes, teaching. One of them was I was I was trying to make a point, and I was trying to talk about like maybe God's glory or something. Right. And I was like, it is ultimate. And and yet I felt like ultimate was a weak word. I wanted to be like it's greater than even better than ultimate. And so I said it's penultimate. Yes. The problem with that is that that act that word doesn't actually mean what I thought it no. meant in the moment. And so I look feels like, like I look, it's it a does, good word, right? right? It's above ultimate. Yes, but it's actually below. So, yes. uh, so but you know, so I mean, that's teaching heresy, right? Right. God's glory is penultimate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a radical statement, you know, and sometimes words get you in trouble. They so do. what about you, brother? What's a good example from uh, your life? So in, in our family, we have different sayings that have come out of our kids saying things that are yes. funny, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so I used to joke with my wife telling her to not patronize me. Ah, uh, yes. And so mm-hmm. I told my probably two-year-old daughter to say that to my wife, mm-hmm. and she said, don't paint my eyes. <laughs> don't paint my eyes. So now, right. instead of saying "Don't patronize me" to my wife, I tell her mm. to "Don't paint my eyes." Right. So <laughs> that is. So uh, can I use that now yes, with you? you? Can use that, it. You can use can that I with use, me because I know what it means. Is that like but, familial appropriation? Yes. Right. So if your family uses it, but now my family can say, "Don't be painting my eyes." Don't paint my eyes. Don't paint my eyes. Right. <laughs> I like it. Good stuff. Well, hey, thanks so much for uh, tuning in uh, this week and uh, listening to the podcast, and we will catch up with you guys next week. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.